Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. This is not a live episode, so next Thursday, hopefully, we'll be back on twitch.tv slash gimmick minute. Uh, unfortunately, my computer is a little slow. I, I don't know if it's my computer or the internet connection. I'm going to spend some time kind of fixing that over the week, and then we'll kind of see next week going forward. But... You can download us on your favorite podcast app like Apple, Spotify, CastBox, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. In addition to that, you can find out all the information about when we're going live, if we're going live, or if you just want to download us at our Twitter, which is at LiveYourGimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. My name is Jason. You just heard Michael. We also have Kevin joining us today. So we are here to talk about some pro wrestling. What? What's so funny? Yeah. Uh, just, just, just the way you were like, find out if we're going live. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the way you like, you pivot yeah. from when to if. Yeah. It's just one of those things that like, you you say randomly sometimes that catches us off guard like the slapdick yeah. comment you know what I mean like no no didn't expect you to to go from like so assertive to so unsure in a matter of seconds <laughs> yes. gotcha 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 understandable yeah um well you know who knows technology I can't predict what's what's gonna happen so and I'm gonna be out of town until thursday next week so I, I won't be getting back until thursday so when we go to record it's you know it's gonna be a crapshoot on how long it takes my computer to reboot and all that fun stuff but anyway we're here with you this week and we got elimination chamber coming up on saturday uh when is the is the AEW show what two weeks away or is that is that this weekend too revolution i don't know uh, i think it's first it's uh give me one second i'll find out first saturday of march first saturday in march i believe so it's usually yeah it's a sunday oh sunday wow yeah it's usually their pay-per-views are on sundays no they, oh, they? they were the ones on saturdays and wb switched to match them oh yeah yeah their first two ones were always saturdays yeah they were almost always exclusive i do i do i do remember the last one was uh sunday um, switching because we switch to Saturdays and they're afraid that they'll like fuck them over. I, I love that WWE. I love that they're on Saturdays. I don't because I usually have things going on on Saturdays. Yeah, Saturdays I don't. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's not. That's a good point. Well, I'm sorry. But, but I have nothing really going on, sir. So, so either way, I'm watching it on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say, that's the nice thing about the you know Peacock or the network is that you literally can watch it whenever you want. You don't have to rebuy it or anything like that. Not that you have to pay for it anyway, because I think you're using my Peacock subscription. But you know, it is. Oh yes, <laughs> I even regularly threaten to cancel your Peacock subscription in protest of WWE sometimes. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I, I, I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was just because Peacock says it's shitty. It's just streaming service. But that's just that's just you know how it is, unfortunately. All right, so I, I'm trying to. Right, so let's go back to when we last talked. So last time we recorded was Thursday. So that was after AEW Dynamite. So we had talked about what happened that past week, and then we got um, SmackDown. So SmackDown. SmackDown was an interesting program, you know, from, from the standpoint of, you know, the whole thing that happened with Jey Uso, um, you know, the, of course you got the, the backstage with, uh, with Jimmy and, and, uh, and, um, 
and Paul Heyman, and that leads into uh, that leads into the the tag match where you get um, Jay coming out of the crowd to join Jimmy for the match. So we, you know, you guys had mentioned that you thought it was going to be Solo Sokoa because they were, you know, te- they were doing that at live events. So what what do you think of Jay kind of appearing out of the crowd? Um, it was it was odd that he appeared out of the crowd on this yeah. like like what he wasn't allowed into the locker room because he was unsure if he was with the bloodline like I don't get it. Well, I think it was just more of like the kind of the rogue like he's not a part of the bloodline right now. He's kind of his own guy. So and and you know he hasn't been returning the phone calls of his brothers. So you know he showed up for him, but he just didn't show up to make the entrance with him right like like they're just he just showed up to be there i guess yeah i no i i definitely dug it like i i like how they do that to where it's like what you just said like basically like oh i'm you know i'm not sure if i'm a part of this right now but i'll still show up for my brother so i better come in the back door type thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah Title of the show better coming back door. Oh god, yeah, because uh, the um, I I don't know so much about the uh, the dirty uh, the dirty show titles anymore because implied masturbation has not gotten us as many listens as some of our <laughs> recent oh, episodes. No. How many? How, how low did it go? <laughs> uh, I mean, it 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 dropped us down a it dropped us down a few. That's for sure. Oh, that's unfortunate. I did, I did post it late though, though, because I don't think I posted it till like Sunday or Monday. Jesus, so yeah, that's probably just delayed a few days, so people who normally would have watched the first couple of days haven't. Uh, yeah, it can be. Well, and that we and that we normally record on Tuesday, and it was on Thursday, so it was it was definitely way delayed. So it was like but, super late, so they were just yeah. assuming we didn't even have an episode that week. So that's, that's that makes sense. It's not, it wasn't the implied masturbation that got them show up yeah i guess yeah. i guess time will tell our, our inadequacy i guess yeah we weren't implying masturbation it's just a pun <laughs> <laughs> i mean no someone else was implying masturbation it wasn't us <laughs> all right so yeah i, I i'm kind of with you guys it, it was a little strange they came out of the crowd but i i at the same time i kind of dug it um you know the uh the the backstage with them with Paul creeping in the background was was interesting. I thought that was kind of a a different way to go. And then the interaction between Sammy and Jay outside was man even better. Like how you know Jay at first didn't want to like acknowledge him, but then Sammy you know basically cut that awesome promo, and then you know Jay dabbed them up at the end. I thought that was interesting. So what's gonna happen? I'm going to assume that on Friday, Roman's going to show up and be like, look at my family being naughty. And that's going to cause all sorts of dissent going into chamber. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I think Jay shows up Saturday. Like, I think I've... I mean, they've both been approved to show up in, in Canada, so oh, they're going to be yeah. one way or the other. It's just a matter of... Are they going to realign with Roman, or are they going to align with Sammy? Yeah, I, I think they're going to screw Sammy because that's that's the best way to get an out as far as like you know him losing, mm-hmm. and because like I said, it means to my point where I think like you know 
And then I think maybe Kevin Owens shows up at the end and saves Sammy. Now that I'm thinking of it, maybe just to set up their tag match. Maybe Cody shows up too. I don't like so. That. Yeah, I just, but I think that's just what's gonna happen. I just, I. That's what happens. And there's no, it does end up being Usos versus Sammy and KO at Mania. I'm gonna actually be happy that I'll be in Chicago instead of watching it. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, I... yeah. I mean, but it depends how they build after that, though. You know what I mean? Like, like how. It just feels like a cop-out, because you've got this incredible story of Sammy, and they unfortunately got Cody mixed into this because they wanted to, you know, him to be the next face of the company. And I just, I don't know, I feel like they need to split the belts so that way they each get their moment versus this fucking bullshit where only one of them can have a moment. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, but I, you know what? I, 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 I'm still not, I'm still, I'm sorry, Jason, but... I'm still not. No, no. I just while I'm thinking of it, I'm still not like sold on that Roman doesn't leave Mania with both titles. I'm honestly, I'm not, I'm not either. And and honestly, like the 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 problem with splitting the titles at this point and giving them both their moment is that it's still because of this long reign that Roman is on. I mean, you're talking over. You're talking now over 900 days as champion. That's gonna mean. That loss is going to mean so much more than the title belt. That whoever beats him first, the the other person, the moment still ruined for the other person. Just winning the championship at that point wouldn't be enough for the for the whoever faces him the second night and and beats him then. Like it's just not gonna. The only the only way would be if it was a triple threat match, and well, yeah, even then, like you're still not going to split the titles in that. But there's there's just no yeah way I mean if you, if you if you if you if you have Sammy winning night one, the emotional drain from that going into night two would be you know what I mean like I think people would care but it just it would not be like I don't know like like night night one when Cody returned like I don't know if you guys felt it like the second night even though the second night was good like you you feel like you already had that big moment. Maybe well, a moment. Well, and then the the closing with the Austin Owens match too, night one, like that was right. You know, right. So I almost felt like kind of emotionally drained because honestly, like looking back, and I like especially building that match between Roman and Brock, you'd seen it so many times. Like honestly, like it's kind of one of those things. It's, it's almost like the Super Bowl this year. Like I I don't really care who wins, and that's kind of how that match was. If Roman I guess. And I mean, I, I, would have been the same match they had at SummerSlam, it would have been a different story, though. If they would have ended the night right. like that, then it, I feel like it wouldn't have felt less than. I think it only felt less than because it was the same. Like, to your point, it was the same match we've seen 150 times, and it wasn't that good of a, of a match between them. But if it would have been like their SummerSlam match, I don't think you would have had that problem. I don't think you would have felt that hangover. Right. I totally get what you're saying, though. I kind of felt the same way. So what if they did this? What if Sammy gets a match at Mania Night 1, and instead of it being splitting the titles, the winner of that match goes on to face Cody at Night 2. So then Sammy beats Roman, but then it's Sammy versus Cody, and it's like, well, does Cody, you know, is he the golden boy? Does he get it? Or does Sammy 
overcome two nights in a row. I mean, yeah, it risks, you know, fucking over Cody if they play him over, but I still feel like that's a better solution than delegating Sammy to a fucking tag team match at Mania. Well, if that's the case, then why not just have Sammy win at Elimination Chamber? Why does he need to face Roman at Mania? I mean, I'm for him laying at the Elimination Chamber where you guys said that he's not going to, so I was just trying to go with other players. Well, I, I mean, he very I mean, well could. I mean, honestly, at this point, the way things are going, I, I there's you can't call it. I mean, let's be honest. You can't. 100% call it. There's nobody that can sit here and tell me with 100% certainty that Roman is walking out. Now, do I expect Sammy to win the match? I do. I think it's going to be a DQ. I, I honestly think Sammy's going to win the match, but I don't think he's going to leave with the titles. But that's going to leave the door open for them to do something else. But one way or the other, I I, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, this, this storyline has been too good for it to end badly. Just, you know what I mean? Like, it's there's got to be a... But the, and at the same time, though, the, the storyline that you're building with Cody on the other on the other night, basically, on the Monday night, it's it's starting to cross over, but it's equally as as compelling. And, and the fans are invested in Cody just as much as anything. So if you fast forward to when Sammy just randomly showed up and interrupted a Baron Corbin backstage and had his hoodie on and took it off and, you know, start and called out Cody Rhodes like that coat. When Cody came out, man, that crowd, like Sammy didn't come out to any music and, and don't get me wrong. The crowd was loud for Sammy, but the, but the, but the, the pop for Cody was louder when, when Cody came out and, and Cody, you know, it, it almost kind of hurt maybe hurt Sammy in a way because it was almost like Cody was asking for or Sammy was asking for Cody to like pump him up. Like he needed his, his nod to like be able to go win the match. It was a little weird. Like at first, like it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was not the direction that I thought that that would go. I, I'm curious to what you guys thought of that. I think, it was very well done, especially because then it makes Cody the good guy. Because it's not it, it. There was so much concern after last week with the Holman, Heyman, Cody situation that everyone was like, "Okay, it's solidified. Sammy's not winning. It's going to be Cody versus Roman at Mania." And this was a good way to kind of backpedal that a smidge enough to make it believable that Sammy could still win. And the way that Sammy put in his, you know, unsure like if he could win like scenario wasn't that he couldn't beat roman it was that the bloodline always gets involved there's always a plan in place mm-hmm. yeah um so it didn't make sammy look weak um but i think they were trying to find a way to make cody put over sammy so that way people wouldn't be like oh well sammy's clearly gonna lose cody's gonna win what's the point like they wouldn't be all like predetermined disappointment in the outcome kind of thing. Yeah, it makes sense. Like it's just uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin. What do you think? Good. No, I no, I think I totally agree. I mean, it's they definitely um, had to backpedal a little bit because, like Mike said, one hundred percent, you're like, okay, it's gonna be Cody versus Roman, but the job they did Monday like just another great segment and um it, it's almost to the point now where it's like 
you know, now Cody's added into this bloodline story. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the bloodline was the bloodline and now here came Sammy and then like just adding Cody as another piece. Um just just helps compel it even more. So I don't know. I, there there there's like a, there's it's like a uh you know combination series you know there's so many combinations they could do mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and like i said kevin owens still factoring in we haven't heard anything from kevin owens since the rumble yeah i totally uh, that's why i just i think i don't know I, I it's clear that they want it to be i think it's going to be roman and cody and but they're going to make Sammy strong out of it. But like Cody's obviously their choice. If, 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 if he does beat Roman, because I could totally, like I said, I totally like just thinking about this lately. I totally could see Roman retaining. I don't know. I feel like it's time. I feel like right now, the only thing keeping Roman relevant is this storyline with Sammy because of like the nuclear he, he, he got after you know the royal rumble and i don't know how one can ride this wave and who else who else is who else is there that you're going to put over because you can't keep roman champion for another year i don't i don't think it can last that long um they they got lucky and struck gold with the the sammy storyline um all by happenstance and i just i don't think you can Lightning will strike twice, and they'll get that lucky for a second year. Jason looks perplexed, like he d- disagrees. No, sorry, you're you're kind of quiet. So I was uh, I was trying to like see if I could adjust your volume a little bit. Oh, that's weird. That's all good. Sorry. So that that's all. Um, yeah, I mean, I. No, no, it, no. Real quick, though, like yeah, to point to that 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 is a good point that you just made was that yes, that. You know, I, I I think Cody should win. I just had this feeling that Roman will win, but it it is time for us to get that like you know, oh my god moment like title off him because yes, it's like okay, well if Cody can't or if Sammy's not, then like who? You know what I mean? Like, and Roman's already put that out there. Like, do you think you know? You know, well, the TikTok you shared, Jason. Yeah, I thought that was from, it was fucking great. Like, so, um, yeah, it, it, it's gonna, yeah, because I think it a majority of fans would be disappointed. Like, oh Jesus, Cody doesn't win. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think everything points to Cody being the one to dethrone him and getting that rub. And and honestly, I think. You know, and even if it was Sammy, I think either one of them deserves it. I mean, either one of them would mm-hmm. be made even bigger than what they are now if if they are able to do that. And I and I think, I think, man, I don't know, man. That's so freaking tough. It really is. Like I, I'm just, I'm ex- and that's the thing. I'm excited for it. Like Elimination Chamber, I would be a pay per view that typically I would. Okay, it's airing on Saturday. Maybe I watch it Sunday. Maybe I watch it when I get to it. 
fuck no, dude. Saturday, when this thing comes on, I'm going to be tuned in. Like, I'm going to be avoid. And even if I can't tune in right when it comes on, I'm avoiding social media until I'm able to watch it. Like, I'm excited to watch this just to see what happens. And the card for this is fucking stacked. You got Brock versus Bobby Lashley on this card. And, you know, they're just going to beat the shit out of each other. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, you got a, a pretty good story going on with, with what's going on with uh, with Lashley and the Hurt Business and a potential reunion there. So that's kind of on the back burner for that one. And don't then, forget Brock and his wife while he thinks about Bobby. Say that again? I said, and don't forget about uh, Brock while, he think, with, while he's with his wife thinking about Bobby. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you got Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, which will be entertaining. I mean, I, is that going to, you know, set the entire – is it going to steal the show? Probably not, but it's going to be entertaining. I, also, be, I was kind of hoping it would be Dominic and Rhea. I assumed it would have been. It's very strange that it's Finn. But no, I guess Dom, Finn's Dom's just, feuding with Dom's just going to be out there in his prison prison Dom gear <laughs> causing trouble. And it's going to be more <laughs> – Did you see the bit yet? Did you see the Valentine's vignette? No, I have not. They did? <laughs> I have not. Oh, my God. So, like, they're going, him and Mommy are going out to a Valentine's dinner, and they show up and, uh, you know, a table for Mysterio, and, they, and it, was, it was something along the lines of, like, oh, it's already been taken. So it was Ray and his wife, his oh mom. They had taken they had taken the table and stuff. And so, of course, like, Dominic's, like, like, long story short, like, bitching and stuff. So, they're like, okay, we'll leave, you know, being all nice and stuff. And they leave or whatever. And then, like, they're sitting there. And then, like, it's, it's something like three hours later. And they're, like, they're sharing dessert. And, like, the bill comes or whatever. But then, like, there was, like, a cop, like, came in to sit down to eat or whatever. And Dominic's like, it's a sting operation. And I knew it. It's a sting operation. And he, like, <laughs> downs his champagne. And he takes off and, like, skips out on the bill. So, like, Rhea stands, Rhea stands up and, like, pulls out, like five one hundred hour bills and just puts it down and takes the bottle of champagne they had and they left or whatever so wow i mean that that's a pretty clear sign they're leading towards obviously those two dom and ray yeah which you know you knew it was but it was funny though like i mean everybody calling dom a jackass and everything and like oh he doesn't deserve this and everything like he's he's been like taking this yeah, big time. Yeah, I commend him. Make this better is if, like, during this feud, he's just like, you know what? My real dad was a Guerrero. And he starts <laughs> going by fucking Dominic Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see it. Like, I mean, he's got the he's got the haircut. He's been, he, he's basically fucking more mimicking Eddie than he is Ray, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Dom Guerrero. He's. Honestly, man, like he's he's comes out in the little rider for fucking mania. <laughs> he is. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The heat that he would get for that, the Latino heat he will get for that is off yep, the charts. The Latino heat he would get that would that if they don't fucking do that, then no one in that fucking company deserves a paycheck <laughs> because that would be absolute fucking. That, that's Seth, and coming, I, and that's I'm Seth coming out dressed as Dusty or coming out to the Shield mm-hmm. music against Roman, like that oh. kind of level troll. Yeah. That would be so good. And you know, Vicky'd be fine with it. She's obviously oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. she's very supportive. She fucking yeah. wore a, a "I'm Your Mommy" fucking shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> on AEW TV. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the cap they need to capitalize on that like big time. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I just just his his entire character work has just been super impressive. I mean, his in ring, he's he's getting better in ring, and he's Rey Mysterio's kid, so you know, in ring talent is going to be there. But to to see the level of character that he's been able to play, and just the <laughs> just just every opportunity oh he's got, he's knocking it out of the park. I can't. I it's so I good, so funny, so entertaining. I don't I know it. why this just hit me, but they they already are basically just Eddie and fucking China. Yeah. It's just reversed. It, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really, because I feel like even Eddie was kind of a simp in that situation, too. I guess. Around, yeah, you're so. right. I mean, with China being as dominating as she was, and he was, like, you know, bringing her yeah. roses and shit like that. And Mama Sita instead of Mom. Eddie was, was busy trying to get it, where Dom is getting it. He's just, he's just, he's the bottom. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is a, a weird story. Just you got the judgment, the rest of Judgment Day in there, kind of mucking it up. But, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, Finn, Finn and Edge still because you know Finn took Edge's spot, so it still makes more sense for it to be Finn with with Rhea in this situation, and and of course Dom yeah. being on the outside causing trouble. I think I think it's I think that's the better combination yeah. to make the match entertaining and make the match good. Um, I, I agree. One hundred percent makes way more sense for for Finn to be the one. Oh yeah. Also, I feel like it's, it's obvious then that it's going to be, you know, Eddie versus uh, Dominic Guerrero at Mania, and then it's going to be Finn <laughs> Balor versus Edge on the opposite side. Yeah. Mike. Mike. Mike is Mike. Mike just officially changed his name for him. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna fucking like will it into existence, like Jason tried to with uh, Trash Can Cardona. <laughs> I was I tried to I tried to uh, will a um, a hashtag into existence, but it didn't really take off. Uh, I I tried like for a little while. Anything that I saw like with Sami Zayn, I either retweeted or quote t- tweeted or like I replied back to people like that were commenting on it, and I kept putting hashtag hashtag Sammy undisputed, hoping that that would get some traction, but it didn't. I thought it sounded good though. Yeah, Sammy for the undisputed. Sammy would have been a little more roll off the top. Mm-hmm. Undisputed Sammy would be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I fucked it up. I guess I should have gone the other way then. Maybe I'll maybe next week if I get some time to get on Twitter, I'll try it that way. All right, so so next we got the uh, the U.S. Championship Elimination Chamber match, and this one kind of intrigues me just because of the cast of characters that are in this. You know, so you got the returning Bronson Reed. Which, if we don't get a tsunami off the top of a pod, I feel like I'm going to be really disappointed with this match overall. I mean, how fucking cool would that look, Are you trying cool to end someone's though? career? Huh? Are you trying to end someone's career? Lanzon's going to be dead. I'm not saying he, he'll probably miss, but I think it will look cool. The visual of it would be impressive as fuck. Would it not? I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm just saying that's how you fucking end up with dead people. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, it'll literally become the elimination chamber. I mean, I guess RVD did crush Triple H's trachea with a five-star frog splash off of one of those. So, you remember that? And Triple H wrestled. Yeah, and Triple H wrestled like another twenty-five minutes. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> breathe just, just... because his trachea was crushed, but he still continued on with the rest of the match. The number of times that Triple H has injured himself in a match with an injury that should have stopped the match right away and finished the match is incredibly impressive. Both of his quad tears, his, his crushed trachea and his pec tear are all, all should have just stopped the match right then and there. Well, and carted him well, off. I have, well, 
Well, how about Royal Rumble 2000? Oh, the street stabbed, fight with Cactus Jack. Stabbed in the leg? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he he had a piece of uh, he had a piece of pallet in his like for the almost the entire amount match. Yeah. Like, I remember you you and uh, I like caught that while we were watching that because I think we were watching that like BW threes or something like that. We're like, what the yeah? Fuck he he grabbed his, his leg. He grabbed, well, he, <laughs> well, he he grabbed his leg and he started like he held it under his knee and he started like bending it. And then you look like there was one shot and he had that gash, oh, but you yeah. didn't realize that like you but you didn't realize it was actually like. Like you see it, and it was like a dark. It was like a darker red almost, but it was like the wood like stuck in his leg. Yeah. It's fuck. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. So Bronson Reed, he's he's the only one I've named so far. Then we went off on a Triple H tangent. <laughs> Johnny Gargano. <laughs> trying to kill everybody else. Damian Priest, Seth Rollins, of course, the champion Austin Theory, and the and the one I'm most intrigued about, Montez Ford. The reason I'm most intrigued by Montez Ford is because this will be one of the first times that he's gotten a chance to do something solo. And I feel like this is a really big opportunity for Montez to knock this out of the park and really establish himself as what we think or what some some people think he really can be. And that's like a top solo act. So I think this could be a coming out party for Montez Ford more than anybody else in this match. I'm curious what you guys think. I, oh yeah, you're you're exactly right. So wait, is this this is for the, the US, US championship? Title? Mm-hmm. So okay. the, theory is defending his title in this chamber. So I'm just I don't know who to. So I I do agree that I think this is going to be a huge showing for Montez, but I just don't know who's going to win this. Like I I think it's either going to be Theory or Rollins. I actually I that makes sense. I'm actually going a different direction. I'm thinking this could be Damian Priest because I think Judgment Day really? needs that championship to like help solidify them. I know like Rhea could potentially win one of the women's championships, but I think that getting Priest that U.S. title with his run in Judgment Day will kind of help him stand out of the pack a little bit and maybe put a little bit more steam under oh, the faction. Wouldn't they want Finn though? to be the u.s champ since like that's kind of like the main title of the the show right now like if he's like kind of the leader mm, i still sense, i, I still wouldn't be surprised it could if... also depending on if cody wins at mania that would be a great job to put finn in as his yeah. like opponent and him being like well now we've got to bring all the gold because we've got the women's championship we've got the u.s championship even though Rhea's apparently going to SmackDown, so I don't think they can do that anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with I agree there that I, I think Finn is more poised to be in, in maybe a championship picture with whoever ends up winning after Mania. I don't know. I guess I can I, I can see that more than anything, but I guess I mean, I'm still sad that we never have to finish the uh, club versus uh, once, judgment day. Once AJ's healthy. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess Cody tweeted something out that he's going to be doing like some upcoming live events. He's going to be teaming with Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Which so. I feel bad for Gallows and Anderson. They just came back and now they're not even getting used on TV because of AJ's injury. Like they haven't been able to write them into anything else. Like that. It's like, oh well. 
we had all these plans for you, but now AJ's hurt, so we're going to have to put those on the back burner, and you guys just hang out and eat some catering while we do that. <laughs> I mean, hey, they're getting paid well, so I imagine they don't care. Yeah, that's true, especially those guys. Anderson's just like, I got that third pull. Yep, got that third pull for his hot Asian wife and his 20 kids. So, yeah. um, all right, so then in the women's elimination chamber, and this is going to be for the um, – a shot at the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania. So this isn't for anything other than a number one contender shot. You're going to have Evil Asuka versus Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, and Carmella. And then did they add... Uh, I didn't... I don't think I saw the end of Raw. Like, I wasn't it the winner of Becky and... Um, Bailey was supposed to be added to the match. I don't know who won that match. I thought it. I, well, I thought R- it was... Rhea, Rhea won, I think. Oh, Rhea or won. Not Rhea, so excuse me. Uh, no, 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 no uh, Bianca, excuse me. Oh, Bianca. Okay, yeah, being... that's right, because Bianca was in it because it was a triple threat. Yeah, so they so if if one of them would have won instead of Bianca, then three women would have started. It would have been a seven person okay. chamber, but Bianca and won, three so... women would. Bianca wants and neither of them are in it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's dumb. That's, That's an interesting way to do that. Like, well, I, when they have that match, you think, no doubt, okay, well, one of them's going to win, but no, guess not. Yeah. All right. I mean, with that being said, like, I I definitely think Asuka's going to win because, to me, that's that's the best matchup. Asuka, Bianca, 100%. 100% agree with you. Michael, you on board with that too? Yeah, I said he's not wrong. Oh, okay, I didn't hear you, sorry. Okay, and then the only other match that's listed uh, as of right now, according to CBS.com, is the Undisputed Universal Championship match between Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, which we've already pretty much talked about at the at the top of the show. But man, like like I said, it's too hard to call. Like there there you know, you could get that shocking title switch. You know, I, I think they kind of set the precedent at Cardiff by not having McIntyre win that just because a guy's in his hometown doesn't mean he's locked to win, which kind of leads you to believe that he won't. But then they could shock you because the the reaction and, and think about WWE's history in Montreal. Like, I feel like they owe Montreal a big moment. So maybe this would be maybe this. Maybe Sammy winning will finally make up for the Montreal screw job. Maybe. I mean, that's interesting that you're comparing Sammy Zane to Bret Hart, but maybe. I'm not <laughs> comparing the two. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, you're saying that they I, are equivalent enough that, I, that, that Montreal would forgive WWE for it. I'm not Road that's, Dog that's... in saying that uh, he's a he's a better wrestler than Bret Hart or anything like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, because, you know, but Brett wasn't from Montreal. <laughs> he was just from Canada. But, you know, think about how hostile the, the Montreal. Huh? It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same. Have you looked at a no, map fucking of. Fucking Tim Hortons and, and Moose. Have you looked and... at a map of where Montreal and and uh, and uh, Calgary are? are they, how close are they? I don't know. It's all just one giant white fucking <laughs> piece of land with some some moose and that's some... that's a, that's like that's like somebody who's from Cleveland wrestling in <laughs> in Los Angeles. It's like, well, he's from the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So, but I don't know. You know, maybe this is finally the. I feel like if you're Can- if you were a Canadian promotion and you came to the U.S. and the U.S. <laughs> guy won, no matter where you're at, the U.S. crowd would be like, "Yeah, our boy won." Yeah. It, it, but it, just like they they weren't were they in uh, Drew's actual hometown or were they just in fucking Ireland? They were in Ireland. They weren't in his actual hometown. Exactly. So it didn't give a fuck. Well, no, they weren't even. They, they were in like, Wales. They, they were in Wales. The, so they weren't even in. Yeah, Scotland is his hometown. They weren't even in Scotland. They were no, in whatever. Wales. They were just in the UK. So it wasn't actually See? Drew's hometown. Exactly. So it's irrelevant. It's not even the same fucking yeah. country. So that's but even it's still, worse. It still was a home field advantage. Like there, Scotland it's, is it's part Europe. Of, exactly. Scotland. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, it's hold, all MAA. Hold on. Hold on. Scotland is still a part of the United Kingdom, which Cardiff, Wales, is also part of the United Kingdom. So it's still all part of the United Kingdom. So it's still Montreal's still a part of fucking Canada. Okay. I'm just saying, Sammy is actually from Montreal. The Montreal screw job happened in Montreal. So my point was having that go that that having that show end with Sammy winning could I'm be a makeup saying. for the Montreal screw job. <laughs> but you but you then said that you know Brett wasn't even from Montreal, and I said it's all Canada. Who gives a fuck? And you argued with me, so I'm just saying it was irrelevant I, because it wasn't relevant in the Drew situation either. I was just saying, I was just saying, like it, it was just it's just a bad situation from. The, when I said Brett wasn't from Montreal, that a different point was brought up before I said that, so it all got all twisted around. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought you guys were gonna get mad about me comparing Cleveland to Los Angeles, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, that was that was already a big stretch. I mean, maybe if we're, we're going in shittiness at this point, yeah. But like, no, I think you, I, 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 I just took it as you were trying to compare how far away they were from each other because that's it's what on I the took other it as too. The, yeah, <laughs> I just oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just that's not comparing. Absolutely, that's where I was cities. going, but. No, that's absolutely where I was going, but I just figured that. No, the way this. No, the, <laughs> yeah, the way this show is, and <laughs> us shitting on each other. <laughs> that's where I thought I was gonna go. Gotcha, gotcha. You were just hoping. It sounds anyway, like anyway, so, anyway, so, anyway, so predicting. <laughs> I I'm still gonna go with I'm I'm still gonna go <laughs> with. Trying to segue it back to you. Sami Zayn wins the match, but Roman still leaves with the champ championship. One way or the other. Season um, Roman gets disqualified. Yeah. Hmm. Disqualified or they both get counted out, something like that. Or, you know, maybe he gets counted out. Maybe they both get to – maybe it's a double DQ. Who knows? I don't know. But maybe they're both counted out or something like that. Like, I feel like – I feel like what, Sammy won't lose, but Roman will still be champion. What if Roman beats the fuck out of him in, like, three minutes and – that's it. It's just a fucking spear and a Superman punch, and it's done. Like Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, him. I was thinking, Goldberg yeah, Brock, but yeah, that works too. Yeah, I don't think that will happen though. Honestly, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like I my mean, you want fucking Roman to have heat and get booed out of that fucking building. I, I think, I still think that my scenario of Roman beating the shit out of him, like the bloodline beating the shit out of him, and him leaving in a stretcher, is still viable. You know, and and he could still make a return at Mania and either help Cody win or but, or something. But, but has Roman? But has Roman? He I know he hasn't been pinned, but has he lost in this? Technically, he does have an L on his record from the tag team match, but he has not lost a singles. No, match he did. He lost to Seth at Royal Rumble. He got DQ'd. Remember, he choked Seth out and didn't didn't let go of the hold. He got oh, DQ'd at Royal right. Rumble against Seth. Oh, okay. So he has a loss, okay. but that was what two years ago. It wasn't last year's year before. Okay. So 
Yes, he's not undefeated. He's just never been pinned. Gotcha. So, yeah. So I was just, yeah, I was just trying to think of that as a factor. But well, here here's another scenario that could play out too. You know, think back to when Mankind won the championship in on that Raw where Austin came out and and hit the rock with a chair like what if um you know what if uh like let's say sammy's laid out by the bloodline and you don't hear from him. <laughs> i think i say i think i say what if stone cold comes out no so <laughs> let, let's let's say let's say sammy's laid out by the bloodline you don't hear from him till wrestlemania right you don't hear from him at all you don't even you know sammy's like basically like he's hospitalized he can't do anything right and then you got the match with cody at wrestlemania and you know let's say the bloodline gets the advantage on Cody and then Sammy comes out of nowhere and helps Cody win the match. Like that would get that loud pop for Sammy being back. And then you would get that other loud pop for Cody winning. What? Especially when his music hits, like you get the, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking everyone would lose their shit. So I I think that would I think that that could be a good scenario too that you know Sammy helps Cody win and then that's not going to hurt Cody winning you know and Sammy still screws over Roman so that that could be a good way to do it and then but then you still don't have that USO and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn match but because I th- I think Sammy no, I... would need to go away for that to be for that to be effective like he would have to disappear for a while for that to be effective. Like, you can't hear yeah. anything from Sammy for, you know, even stop talking about him leading up the Mania. Or if you do talk about him, talk about how injured he still is or something, you know? Like, oh, uh, yeah, man. He's, yeah. He's, he's eating his dinner through a straw. Like, the I, co- commentary I, plays I, just, up. I still think I'm... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kevin. Give me one sec. Commentary no, go plays, ahead. No. Commentary plays up, like, remember what Roman did to Sammy... Sammy Zayn, like, ask Sammy Zayn how he's feeling right now. We haven't heard from him in months. You know what I mean? Do that thing that they do where they're like, you know, tying it back and and trying to make Roman sound more dangerous by, by you know, bringing up people that he's destroyed and stuff. But go ahead, Kev. Sorry. Oh no, I just, I just, me personally, I'm just, I think I'm going to stick with what I'm thinking. I still think they're going to. Roman wins, it's going to be, you're going to start seeing the build to just Roman and Cody, and then they're going to do something Saturday to set up that tag match, To but within maybe the start of Saturday, and then within the next few weeks or whatever, it's going to make us like, oh shit, I do want to see this tag title match at, at Mania. You know what I mean? Like almost build it to a main event level. I, I could see them doing that. Doesn't mean I'm going to want to see it. No, I know. They got the guys that can do it, though. I mean, if they make it a ladder match, you're telling me you wouldn't want to watch Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens take on the Usos in a ladder match? No. Hmm? No. No. Yeah, I can see a TLC match. TLC no, match? For, for two reasons. One, because I feel like it's just very anticlimactic for the end of Sami's story with the Bloodline. And two, it kills the whole angle of Jay being done with the Bloodline if he then joins his brother and reunites with Roman. Right, but it, it it also would screw Sammy over and give Sammy basically, you know, if if Sammy loses because Jay joins Roman or you know, Jay sides with the bloodline, then that keeps the bloodline going for a little while longer and then that that gives Sammy a like a, a reason that he lost without just getting beat by Roman. 
and it sets up that feud. Oh, no. That's not saying that they can't go back to Sammy and Roman down the road to close out that story, whether Roman's champion just, or not. I just feel like timing is everything sometimes, like with, with a lot of these situations. And to undo everything they've just essentially have done with this story seems like a bad idea to me. Like, especially from the aspect of like the past couple of months have been about Roman's kind of descent into madness. Him becoming like the Mad King, he he, yeah. you know, is lashing out against everybody. Now he's losing his family. Like everything's falling apart for him. And I feel like if you have that lead to him leaving Mania as champion, that that just does not seem like a good idea for this story. Like this kind of story needs to come to a head at the greatest stage of them all, not at SummerSlam. I don't care if they're like, this is the number two show. No, Royal Rumble is the fucking number two show. Even if you don't fucking treat it like it is, it's the number two fucking show. I don't know. SummerSlam anymore is almost like the just another WrestleMania, honestly. But Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's an enviable situation for Triple H to be in, to, to have both of these guys as legitimate people that can main event WrestleMania. But at the same time, it's, it's also a double-edged sword because it's like, if you can't, it almost seems like from a fan reaction standpoint, he might not be able to, he can't make a wrong decision, but at the same time, you know, you got to You got to do what's right by each story. And, and that Sammy, that Sammy Zayn story deserves, it deserves a strong ending. Or it deserves a a definite close of a chapter, or like maybe a, a definite close to the the end of a of book one with a book two for sure about to be written. If that makes sense, like maybe leave us on a cliffhanger and and pick it back up in in, in the second volume of the story. You know what I mean, like. You know, you know, you gave the Game of Thrones reference, so you know maybe, maybe, maybe there's more volumes to this. Maybe there's more books to be written. You know, for for this story. Uh, I mean, history has proven that the longer Game of Thrones goes on, the worse it gets. So it's the George Costanza. Not uh, the books, though. It was just a show that was fucked up. (laughs) Well, I mean, the books never ended, so you're never going to get the fucking conclusion of the story if you want to go by the books. Um, but there was at least five books, and this is only book one. I think of the same Zayn storyline. So you are not gonna get you're not gonna get five books. I out know, of but I'm, I'm just saying. Roman. I'm just saying. If anything, with the way that fucking George R. R. Martin's writing is, we've already been through six of the five books. <laughs> with the way the story goes. Kevin, any final thoughts on this? Aside from nope. the fucking rave that you're at, Jesus Christ! He's watching something. Oh yeah, he's watching something on TV. Oh. Right? playing a video game or something well no i got access tv on and then they had uh i was going to make a comment earlier because i got it on mute but like they had like some new japan on or whatever and i was like huh you know watching new i was sitting here thinking watching new japan on mute it's like watching it if i was there live (laughs) (laughs) no uh impact just came on so Uh, okay um it it was kind of it, it was kind of funny the first opening vignette was Something with Matt Cardona came into the building and he thought it was his locker room and it had like a bunch of shrimp and stuff. And the guy let him said, No, this is where your locker room is. <laughs> and it was like a janitor's closet. 
<laughs> and then he said, "Oh, oh, you don't want to go in there? Okay, we can go through this door. Here's a, look like a, maybe another dress room. <laughs> it was the exit of the building." <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, like Michael above this. They should they should let him to uh, to a big garbage can. Well, well, well. The next thing they did was they he came back in, and I think this was on, on last week's show. He came back in. There was Brian Myers, and he was eating the shrimp. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, you guys heard with all the rumors of Punk coming back. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to say, "Hey, Michael, do you have your weekly CM Punk update for us?" Um, oh my all god! The rumors of Punk coming back that people are like, hopefully Tony knows that uh, AEW without the Elite is just TNA 2.0, and I'm just like, wow, uh, I don't think so because TNA didn't have CM Punk, but okay, yeah. I want to say real quick before we wrap up, like, AEW this past week was, have you guys watched it yesterday or anything? I have not gotten to watch it yesterday. I've heard it was It it was not very good at all. Really? Like, the opening match and stuff was okay. Like, it was a six-man. It was, you know, like, the Acclaimed, and I forget who they partnered with. They went against uh, Jarrett Lethal and... Like Max Caster's rap was actually like he, he kind of said a tribute to, to Jerry Jarrett, and then and then he like shit on Jeff like the next line, which is kind of funny. Um, but like it was just more of the same. It was more of the same stuff with MJF. Like I guess somebody videoed him off air, like waiting for him to come back from a commercial break. Oh yeah, that's all. Because they were. Did you get? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, if, you, if you watch the show on Fight TV, they don't take commercial breaks. Like, they they show the whole show all the way through. And sometimes when I watch it on that one website, like, if, I, if it doesn't record, it, it's the Fight TV broadcast of it so that you still hear the commentators talk. And, like, even when they go to, like, the picture-on-picture, picture, you hear the commentators commentating. And Tony Giovanni's even said that, yeah, we basically just say whatever we want because most of the time Tony Khan isn't listening during that time and you'll, you'll hear them drop like f-bombs like they'll they'll say shit like a lot more and and stuff like that during that time so mjf basically dropping f-bombs it's in the just, ring. It, yeah like that match was okay there outside of that like i mean the moxley yeah like the moxley claudio tag match they had or whatever like moxley fucked up so many spots like he looked like out of it let's just say Moxley drinking again? I don't know. Somebody was speculating that just because, like, there was this thing where he tried to do the spot like off like a guardrail in the crowd, and he just fucked it up like three times. So finally, like Claudio just like picked him up, and then like he was on the outside doing a uh, like a catapult to somebody like into the guardrail, and he just like when he fell back, it's like it's like he just sat back. Oh, he, that on, was on the ground. And then he tried to like sell it, like he actually got catapulted. I saw that. Yeah, like that was like whether that was Moxley or both of them, like it was like terrible. Yeah. Um, it just yeah, it was not a good show. <laughs> so not not a lot though, really worth going back and watching. Yeah, and that's that's sad. Like you know, too, if I never go take my vacation. What's that? I'd probably start taking up drinking too if I never had to take a vacation. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad because they they strung together a couple of pretty good shows. The other the other clip that I saw was um was uh, Soraya spray painting Tony Storm's ass before she delivered that like uh that USO spot in the corner. Like, what the fuck yeah. was that? 
Yeah, that that whole thing has been bad too. Like uh, the funny thing is, I saw the same where they were trying to get Ruby Soho to join them or whatever. And like for a second, I thought she like turned and joined. And I was going to text you guys and be like, "Oh my god, I told you, Ruby Soho is the third man." <laughs> but but the whole so thing they didn't is, even pay it off. There was like, "Oh, she didn't choose sides." No, yeah, she just yeah, she just screamed at both of them. It was like, God, it was not. So the whole thing they're doing with them. It's not good. <laughs> it looked like it was going to be good, but then it seems like it's just not. Uh, it just seems. Like, uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's not a fan. Yeah, that's sad. You know, and I, I, I was listening to an interesting conversation between Eric Bischoff and Conrad, where where Bischoff was going on his tangent about AEW and saying that, like, you know, that the they're not growing. Like that when I when I criticize them, like I'm not. It's not that I'm not a fan of AEW. It's not that I'm a fan. Like I, it's not that I don't like Tony Khan. It's just that you know they've been a company for three years now, and yeah, they'll get a million viewers now and again. But for the most part, they're stagnant. They're staying in the same spot. Like they're just basically, you know, steady. There's no growth. And Conrad goes, "Well, think about it this way. Tony Khan doesn't need money. Like, he, what if?" What if he's just happy with the way it is? What if he doesn't want growth? What if the, what if this is what he envisioned and this is what he wants? And like Eric had a really hard time like fathoming fathoming that. Like, I for, mean, yeah, like yeah, it's not passion at that point. That's just the the only the only, the only decent thing that happened last night was uh, Christian came back. Oh yeah, and he 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 came out and he had his uh, right arm still in a sling, and then Jungle Boy like approached him and then he like maced him. Jungle Boy, and they took his sling off, and he was completely fine. So he's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's just you know, and, that, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's just we talk about all the time. Like the, I understand. Like you can't just have nothing but new guys. You got to have some big time players and stuff in there. But like, I don't know. It just it it's still utilizing those big guys to put over the, the, the new. Yeah. 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 They're just, I think, yeah, I, I mean, think part of the problem is they're just lacking those compelling stories that make you care about watching the product. Like, that, yeah, you know, they have great matches, you know, like Timothy Thatcher and Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, great match. Brian's, ma- all, all of Brian's matches in this whole MJF, like, build up thing have been really good matches. But at the end of the day, do you, like, can you name all of the opponents he's faced in the last five weeks? Well, it's just it's just no story. It's just it's just no stories. And Bishop had a great point. It's just it's it's two hours of spot fest and no story. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, like, yeah, there there might be some. Like, you know, we we started we saw glimpses of the story between like MJF and Wardlow, but that went to the fucking shits. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and now like Wardlow's back to face Samoa Joe, and I could give two shits less about it. Wardlow did do a good job at least trying to improve that and give it a story. Yeah, yeah. He did a, a little thing where he like talked about how like his hair represented a whole thing with his dad who you know, lost his hair in like the fight with cancer and all of that, and that he was going to grow it back and he was going to beat uh, Samoa Joe's ass. You know, like he like gave it a purpose instead of it just being like two big boys slapping each other. Okay. Um. All right. So like I give him points yeah. for you know putting the effort in to give it you know a story. Yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that's that's good. So at least there's that because because leading up to that 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 
didn't really have much. And the, you know, the whole mm-hmm. Jungle Boy, I, I guess maybe it's a good thing Christian's back because he was kind of flailing. That whole thing with, with him and Hook and the firm, it just wasn't really going anywhere. And, you know, even that whole thing, like the, the, the firm thing, like they're another fat, like there's just so many fucking factions and it just seems like they're like, okay, I'm putting you against you and then, you know, go create something out of it. Well, you know, as much as you want to bash the WWE for having writers, like it's an episodic television show. So having writers, especially when they do good, can create good storytelling. And now in the last, what? How, how long has Triple H been in charge? Five months? They're telling... Yeah, roughly. You know, the Bloodline storyline was going on when Vince was still there, so I guess you, you can give him some credit for that. But when Vince was there, it, that was the only story that really seemed to get any attention. Now we have a lot of little stories. Yeah. I'm, I do, I'm intrigued as hell by Otis getting recruited by Maxine Dupree for the mo- Maximum Male Models. I think that is going to be fucking gold. Like, did... did did you guys see that backstage segment? That was so good. Like, come on. Like, it, it brought back some of those vibes that he had with, with Mandy. And, um, you know, just the idea of seeing Otis, like, dressed up and modeling, to me, I think is just going to be fucking hilarious. Because everything that guy does is great. And and he's kind of flailed. I just want to see Otis put on the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, he's kind of flailed a little bit with Chad Gable. Not that they haven't been a fun tag team, but he's been he's been kind of the second banana to that. Where you know Otis mm. is uh, he's a character all by himself. He doesn't really need that that you know he he doesn't really need to be that quiet guy. Like he he's so entertaining. Like I I just I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> I, I'm here for him being a part of Maximum Male Models. And, you know, so, <laughs> some of the storylines, not so good. Like, you know, everything that they've done with Johnny Gargano so far, eh, you know what I mean? The Dexter Luma stuff has been fun, but it's, you know, uh, it's not doing much for Johnny. And, and you know, there's a few other ones here and there, like, that, you know, that that haven't really panned out to be what they're what they want them to be but for the most part a lot of what they're doing has been compelling tv and when you flip the coin on the aw side the last few weeks have not really been compelling tv like the elite isn't doing anything that's like really making you like you know these guys are like the pillars of the company you know that the i guess not the pillars but the uh, they're the backbone of the company and they're just having random trios matches there's no storyline be built up with them like kenny omega is like a once in a generation talent and he's like literally just chilling in a trios team right now not doing anything else he just came off yeah, of and I, a huge match with you know one of the best in the in the world in Will Ospreay and it's like now now he's in his own company just not doing shit. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. And no, and that's the thing. I think it needs to it might eventually get back to where it's and they have it maybe in their back pockets where it's like, okay, if we ever gotta put the title back on Kenny, we will. You know what I mean? Like if we gotta put the tag titles on the box, we will. You know what I mean? Like and they might have to go back that route. And I'll I mean, I, you, I have no problem with that. When Kenny was champion, like it was, that was the last time AEW was like really compelling when it came to having a compelling champion. Like MJF, right now to me, I was all excited for him to be champion, but he didn't win it in the way <laughs> that that paid off the story that was being built. And, yeah, and, no. and he's really just been the same exact guy and he's just getting more vulgar with his promos. 
Yeah, and plus Kenny was champion throughout the like almost the entire pandemic. Yeah, you know what I mean. So well, Mox held it for like half of it, and then Kenny took it over for the rest. Yeah, but still, like you know what I mean. Like I don't know that that year he Kenny had with that when the Impact title and everything. You know, it just yeah. I at least when he was champion. And that's the thing too. Like, I know the the elite being fate. I like them better as heels, but yeah, um, I just don't see somebody like Don Callis like as a, a face type yeah. manager, you know. So I really, uh, think, I really think because of you know, unfortunately, AW. Well, I guess MJF's a heel, so that doesn't really work. But as I say, the only two like compelling championship runs they had, I thought, were Jericho and, and Omega, and both of them were pretty uber heels at the time. I I think honestly mm-hmm. they fucked up by not just making MJF a baby, like not not going forward with MJF being a baby face winning the championship. Like I I think that they really kind of fucked that up. But by by him doubling down as a heel that's not what the audience wanted like the audience wanted to cheer for mjf and by doubling down and going back to being that dickhead heel while there's still a segment of the audience that's gonna cheer for him the majority of the people like the you know that wanted to like mjf are now like ah they we didn't get what we want where you just got the same old guy that you know I don't know. I, I just think that they Yeah, he just he he's got take it. He's got he's got to take it to a different level at this point. Yeah. Plain plain simple. So All right, well we reached our <laughs> hour mark. Uh so we could go ahead and wrap this up. You guys anything else anybody wants to add to either WWE or AW before we close it out? Nope. Nope. All right, Michael, what are you what are you plugging on the Modern Toy Fair? Besides your ass. Uh, head over to YouTube. <laughs> uh, head over to YouTube.com forward slash Modern Toy Fair. We have every week Mondays through reviews. Tuesdays I show you how to post action figures. Wednesdays the live stream and Fridays our podcast. You can check us out Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair. We do now have a Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash Modern Toy Fair where you can unlock tiers where anything from suggesting fake podcasts for need to end the episodes with to actual physical prints of the photos I take for the reviews or even joining us on a live stream at the end of the month. Uh, you can also head over to t.com forward slash modern toy fair. You can find shirts of our logos on them and even some uh, gimmick minute stuff. Even some gimmick minute stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this gimmick minute episode and stuff. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you download the podcast on your favorite podcast app of choice and share with your friends. Let them know about the gimmick minute wrestling podcast and make sure that they download it and subscribe to it. Leave us a comment on Spotify or Apple. Let us know how you like the show. We want to hear interaction from our fans. If you also want to interact with us directly, my DMS are open at live your gimmick. That is the ad symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. For Michael and Kevin, my name is Jason, reminding all of you beautiful smarks out there to be a fan and always live your gimmick. Good night, everybody. I'll buy a shirt for the first person to send Jason a dick pic. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing I'm getting uh-